Do you ever think about utopia? Do you ever think about ethical dilemmas? Do you ever think about the other people on public transport? Do you ever think about the demise of civilization as we know it? Now we're recording. (laughs) (laughs) Hi everybody, welcome to Do You Ever Think About? I'm one of your hosts, Candice Jade. And I'm the other one, Merida Violet. (laughs) Happy New Year, Merida. Happy New Year! (laughs) It's great to see you. Great to see you too. Uh, So today we're talking rituals and we're right off the back of the Western ritual season, which is December. Festive season, as they say. The festive season <laughs> with the Christmas and the New Year's and whatnots. Yes. Oh, and the Thanksgivings and all the things. Yeah, even, I mean, the Hanukkahs, the Kwanzas, the solstices, the pagan rituals of solstice, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, do you have any rituals that you've kind of kept true? Uh, you know what? I have actually set an intention for 2021, like a New Year's resolution type of thing, um, which is a ritual that I used to do, stopped doing, and now this year I've picked up again. Yep. Um, I'll tell everyone because it's not really that much of a deep resolution. Yep. I just want to take care of my body more. And that, like, that doesn't mean... Um, you know, oh, I want to like get fit or I want to eat better or whatever. I mean, I literally want to like keep on top of getting the roots of my hair dye done, (laughs) you know, and like, and like buying sunblock for your face and not just putting the stuff that you use on your body on your face as well. And then breaking out three days later, like that kind of stuff is like really actionable, small things, you know, going to the dentist. I got a teeth cleaning last week kicking fucking goals it was amazing and I was like why have I waited four years to do this (laughs) (laughs) so those things I'm already kicking some goals that's Um, awesome yeah and that's not really a ritual I guess it's more of it's a mental sort of tradition yes more than a ritual I guess to set a new year's resolution it is because I actually I actually um semi set because I, I, I we've talked about before I really don't like New Year's no. um but after our talk about that and I after getting your take on it I actually really enjoyed New Year's this time round because of the whole oh new slate and so I've actually had a I didn't make a what do you call it a uh, resolution I have a word for the year oh the word for 2021 for this old girl is discipline oh <laughs> Nice. <laughs> yeah, but so, like having that, like I've written it all over my calendars, every yes. well, like <laughs> my reused calendars, <laughs> uh, like uh, so it's like discipline everywhere, and just like from having that as my word focus of this year, it's because it's the little things as well for me. Like for mm. me, it's putting my clothes back after trying them on, trying to find an outfit, ah. which seems like a small thing, but it will actually change my life if I can do that. Totally. Put things back on a ca- like a hanger after trying it on. Yes. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And that is that is more than, um, that's like, it's not just a routine, you know? Because like I think of when I think of discipline, for me, it's actually more about things like routines. Mm. But yours like is habits. Hab- oh, yeah. both. Both, yeah, both, both, I guess. Yeah. The other thing is, is just trying to keep in mind because I have to be really mindful of my time this year Mm. with a lot of different projects and the only way to have that self-liberation and that freedom Mm -hmm. to do the things that I want is to have discipline yeah yeah and to make sure like instead of sitting down and watching Netflix at like and I don't watch 
that much but now it's kind of like no you could be using this time to do this do yeah, that yeah, do that yeah. so and it feels fucking good yeah yeah absolutely yeah and I, I the same way um with my goals of like taking care of yourself and looking like an adult human instead of some sort of trash goblin yeah <laughs> <laughs> Really let I, I think it's also on the back of lockdown to just feeling like, oh, I really let myself go. Like I haven't done anything to make myself look like an adult woman in like a year. Well, I didn't leave that impression whatsoever. <laughs> oh, <thank> you. <laughs> You're a vision. But like I said, doing that teeth cleaning, I've got a hair appointment scheduled at an actual hair salon. Fantastic. It's amazing. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> it feels good to it feels good to have discipline. It feels good to have routines. Yeah. It's probably I'm going to link it back into ritual. I was just thinking that we should probably do that as well. <laughs> because I feel like all of these things, one of the um, biggest things that I found just at the top here, we can go back and sort of maybe define the word later, but one article I was reading about rituals, which is called Why People Need Rituals, Especially in Times of Uncertainty. Oh, in the conversation, um, which was a March 25 to 2020 article. So, you know, pandemic. Um but this article was talking about how people create rituals and often they actually perform the rituals more frequently under periods of stress or uncertainty because the ritual relieves the anxiety. Well, that's, you know, and, like, and that was what was so interesting about last year mm. um, was because all of a sudden a lot of, especially at like rituals that are really meaningful in turbulent times like religious rituals or mm. ones of faith couldn't be fucking done yeah so like they had to be re like readapted to the what a strange sort of threat to yeah. something that had been there for like thousands of years in a lot of cases like this yeah, weird that's pandemic actually, that's actually a really good point i probably didn't ever think of it like that because i'm not religious and i don't have any of those kinds of rituals but for someone who goes to church every Sunday, for example, mm. and all of a sudden you can't do that. Um, you know, it's no wonder you were out there protesting that you couldn't get your hair done because maybe part of it was actually feeding into this thing of like, I can't do my sanct, you know, my sacrimonial. My self-care. My, yeah, my, my self-care, yeah. yeah. My, the sa yeah. Like the personal sanctuary, sanctuary yeah. I go to when I need a time out. Yeah, and this is the thing mm. that's always there for me. No matter what's going on in my life, I can always go to church. I can always go to temple or whatever it is mm. that you do. And now all of a sudden that's not there or, you know, to mark a specific end of an era, like, you know, not being able to have a graduation ceremony for a school, you know, because those were all canceled. Um, like, putting that button on the experience of like, no, I stood up in front of everyone and I accepted my diploma and I walked across the stage and I flipped my little tassel on my mm -hmm. little graduation cap. Um, not being able to do that, I can imagine that would have felt very, like, um, just open-ended you're like cool I just spent four years doing this study and now I don't even have this sort of thing to signify that I've completed it that in our culture is so important well as a high school dropout my sympathy yeah. is lim uh, limited because it's like all right nerds now you yeah. get to know what it fucking feels like <laughs> well it's it's hard for me to have a lot of I'm kidding like no on, but like but I think as like as like a very sort of atheist person and I'm not even you know, spiritual really in any way. Like I, actually to me, like nothing is sacred. Like I don't really believe in sanctity. Well, this is so, what I was thinking about. Cause yeah. like, cause when I was like, the first thought that I thought about when it came to personal rituals, yeah. cause, like, cause trying to differentiate what is a ritual and what's a routine mm, and what, yeah. 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 Um, and what uh, I came to was first was when I first started getting my drinking under control, which entailed taking a month off at a time, mm. just as like 
just reset that shit. Um, but in that time, it was mm. really hard because all the times that I'd normally reach for a drink, I had to reevaluate like why. And I'd always put it down to ritual. Yeah. Um, like, oh, the ritual of being with friends or the ritual of going, like winding down at the end of the yeah. day and realizing, no, it was just routine, but I actually didn't need alcohol to do those things to achieve that thing. It yes. actually wasn't rituals at all. Yeah. What was routine and what was ritual was kind of like what – what like I and what I got to in my diary this morning yes. is when I'd given that routine sacred Sa- space yes. in my mind uh, yes. like yeah and so that whole thing of being like no leave me alone I'm just winding down at the end yes. of the day that was really just so I could tell people like can you fuck off I'm having yeah. like I'm what you to. wanted was the time mm. you didn't necessarily need the alcohol or whatever intoxicant because I'm, yeah. I'm the same way with weed a bit you know where I'm like yeah. this is my end of the day ritual yeah that I do so maybe you know that's true like I, I haven't really thought of it like that but probably if there's anything in my life that has kind of a sacred ritual element to it it's my end of the day joint yeah because like and like also because what I was thinking about because the other thing that I think about now is like my morning ritual yeah which like which I was really into last year but now I have to change it because I'm working nights um and so the whole waking up morning doing my morning pages having my coffee yeah all these things but like to somebody else that could be a routine but what the difference it is actually a ritual in my life because I put so much value on it mm. and like and I have to do it the same way every fucking day or else I get shitty yes like yeah, yeah. and so that was the whole thing of being like because anybody else it's just a routine they don't care but for well me, that's I, so I was writing a lot about the difference between routine and ritual mm. and I, I kind of hit on the same thing whereas I think that the main distinction is that routines are um you know it, the the from the outside, a ritual and a routine can look the same because it's a pattern of behavior mm. that is performed maybe at the same time of day or after the same event has occurred or before the same event has occurred. But the difference is in the meaning to the person. And rituals have this sort of sacred element to them. And I also thought about how other animals besides humans can have routines. Ooh! You know? Yeah. But, like, they don't have rituals. Yeah. Animals have mating rituals that we call rituals but but I guess we can't actually say if it's meaningful to them in the same way that's, that a ritual would be for us that's what I was thinking like yeah. we just call it behavior behavior uh, yeah. like oh yeah or a ritual for kind of the shorthand because mm. it sounds more fun than a routine because a mating it, routine is that, quite unromantic <laughs> I'm going through my mating routine now yeah <laughs> just got my axe body spray <laughs> got some condoms yeah oh no wait what would the point of condoms no, no. Being no, no, a no, we're trying to mate. Yeah, no. no, I've got, I've got my feathers. I've just gotten my feathers pruned. We're good. Gonna... <laughs> uh, yeah. Lock so, up yeah. your eggs. All yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, lock your eggs. But yeah, I think that sort of. Okay, so I think you saw this when I when I walked in. For those who can't see, I made a Venn diagram. Yeah, for our audio, for our audio uh, medium, kind uh, of looked at. Meredith made a very. Fantastic and accurate Venn diagram on our subject this morning. Yeah, so um, imagine a Venn diagram with three circles. Overlapping. Um, The first one wasn't overlapping. Yes, no, the first one I did, I realized they were just circles with words in them, and I was like, I've done this wrong. Unorthodox, but I dig it. All right. Um, So we've got, in one circle, ritual. We've got routine in another circle, and we've got tradition in the third circle. Um, And I was thinking, okay, so like, Rituals and traditions are similar because they they're both like sacred, I think. Tradition is kind of sacred. Yes. And a ritual is sacred. And maybe community 
are also two similarities, which are similarities that like routine isn't necessarily a community based thing. Um, right. Well, like it can be, but I don't think it um, exclusively. Yeah, like but I, I don't think yeah. rituals have to be exclusively team sports either. No, that's true. That's true. It's like it could be, but it could doesn't be. necessarily. You can have your own sort of personal rituals. That um, I think your example before, where you were saying, you know, your morning routine is more like a ritual because it's so important to you that it's not just. Um, it's it's grounding. So it is grounding, absolutely. And I think the other thing, and this is an element that does come into like the identity of rituals mm. that we're trying to be, um, is that it acknowledges it. And this is what I'm thinking more about rituals, especially more traditional um, cultural ones that have been like, which we used to have, a, like kind of is the hallmark of an older society compared mm. to a contemporary one is like there's so much more rituals mm. in older or like, it, like you get what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it seems to me as well that rituals really come around as well because it is an expression and an acknowledgement of widespread feelings or situations that we might not pay attention to if we were left to our own devices. Oh. Um, and so that's kind of like a, uh, I've really gone zero to hundred real quick when I'm <laughs> talking about my morning coffee. Uh, but like. Uh, to scale it back from say, like like you think of like Day of the Dead, yeah, um, or like rituals where it's all about uh, taking the time to think about like your elders or taking uh, the people or like that- a, um, uh, not a sacrifice but like a tribute, you know, where you yeah. have a like in Buddhist culture or something where you have an icon that you're going or sorry Hindu culture where you have an icon that you're gonna go yeah um you know give them the sacred rice and beads and stuff that they do yeah at the altar and be grateful for something and so I yeah. wonder if like. Without the structure of rituals, what would like happen to this like scale of human emotions that seem like because in what we see in Western society, um, where we don't have that many uh, we don't have that many rituals. Mm. Oh, because of the industrial revolution, by the yes, way. That's right. Which <laughs> 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 love. Um, yeah, no, you've got me more and more on side with how fucked that whole thing was. Actually, it was a big, it was a big step in humanity towards something not great. I think you know. I think it has like no, it's, like, you can't judge it. I don't want to yeah. judge it as a good or a bad thing, but it was fucking important and it was really a shift. Um, but I think like because it was such a shift away from traditional, you know, you, you, people even use the word traditional cultures mm. versus contemporary cultures. You might say um, because there's that. Like the idea of like something being sacred and, you know, even just the idea of not working on Sundays. Yeah. Which we, over the last hundred years, have really lost. You know, shops used to not be open on a Sunday. And like, you know, the, the thing was before the Industrial Revolution or which mm. before they decided that like um, holidays or ritual, because like uh, I watched um, the after school video on youtube about the history of rituals which mm-hmm. is a fantastic resource um but they were saying like oh, so cool. before the for, for the industrial revolution and all its bullshit mm-hmm. um there used to be like 39 uh bank holidays throughout the year oh, wow. maybe 37 it was 30 something yeah, yeah, uh, yeah but 39 and so that included like the may like what do you call it like the spring rituals with the mayflower and all that yeah, all this kind yeah, of shit yeah. where people would take the day off because it meant something like we're celebrating spring we're yes. celebrating dads we're Harvest. doing this we're doing this yeah, we're doing yeah, that. Yeah. but like now it just gets like there was even talk they just shut it down because we could be making money on yes. those days yeah God, rah, rah, rah. what do you Evan mean these lazy screwed. people want days off you know yeah, these yeah. plebs wanting to rest with their family 
never. Think of how much productivity is lost when a day when you have a day off. There you know? were even talks about canceling um, Christmas and Easter. And that's where everyone put their foot down. Really yeah. interesting. Yeah. And so like these things, like all these things, like the feelings to do or express or the gratitude or the acknowledgement of that doesn't go away just because that's been part of like what we've been doing. That was in the UK as well. So that's like uh, mm. Celtic sort of rituals or like uh, Druid sort of rituals mm-hmm. as well. So that shit's been around for a long time. And then all of a sudden something as flimsy as a prophet yeah. stops it. <laughs> it doesn't like change the human need to express or feel those things. No. And like, you know, as, as I think we've probably discussed before, uh, what's funny is that a lot of those rituals got um, incorporated into the new traditions, you know? So it's like you, st- you didn't stop. When we had Christianity, we didn't stop acknowledging the winter solstice. Mm. It just be, you know, those rituals got incorporated into Christmas. Yeah. Or like just taking like the, like, uh, what do you call it? Like the stuff that was used, the symbols for the Mm. rituals that was used Mm. in paganism, like holly or like in Christian, Christian, Christ, Christmas is the perfect example (laughs) of like, because it is like uh, what used to be a pagan holiday and still like and rituals around it that just get incorporated into the Christian vibe so that they can, I don't know, poach that crowd. Yeah. <laughs> that made me think of something, the con- the converse converse of that. So say you've got, I like the idea that a ritual is about acknowledging something, you know, it's about sort of marking the time, marking the passage of time maybe, yep. or, or the marking feeling the about change. It. Yep. Um, but what's funny and, you know, then, but then you can have this experience that I think a lot of our, again, Western culture, white culture, maybe has um, evolved into, which is where the ritual remains, but the meaning is lost. Ooh. You know, like, ah, yes. you know, like, you know, think about all these people who go to church every Sunday, but you wouldn't say that they live a very sort of No, they're just going spiritual off to life. show the frock off. Exactly. Yeah. Or you have, or same with, you know, even um, Christmas traditions where like I think about my family and I think my mom always lamented this because we actually don't have a lot of real family traditions um in either side of my family and having you know this sort of routine thing oh yeah we've got to we always got to go down to granddad's house and we've got to um you know I mean there isn't really anything that we would do but all of it just felt like going through the motions mm. rather than you're you're not actually acknowledging anything, but you're still doing the ritual. Yeah. You know? So that's, it's funny balance, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I guess people, like, as times goes on and, like, religion becomes uh, less relevant, or not not less relevant to a lot of people. Because like you're saying, like, the rituals are still taking um, place, especially around Christmas. However, the reasons for or the reasons, like, why people – uh, want to do them have changed like mm. especially when we're leaving such an individual society where all the kids are pissed off and so now Christmas instead of being a like religious thing is more about the ritual of being able to get the family together for yeah. the first time all year that's, that's true. not a, that's not a funeral yes which is a big problem we have in my family which is why do we only see each other when someone's oh, dead no. like, sorry. <laughs> you're sorry. right people die but, a lot yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no they they don't so they much don't. but like that's yeah. the problem we should see each other yes. way more than what we do <laughs> yeah that's a really yeah so I like that it sort of morphs into something else it's like it's not that we're acknowledging any kind of um you know religious moment or any kind of sacred um period of time it's more just about the family and the gathering and the community um well should we have a quick look in the dictionary yeah i think so let's have a look what ritual is yes Ritual is as ritual does. Yes. <laughs> and again, in the, in the article, in the conversation I was reading, just while you look it up, 
I might just read a little quote from there because I thought it was super interesting just going back to um, sort of anthropological reasons why different cultures have created rituals. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, and the psychology behind it, which is this this guy sort of posits that um, that your brain is wired to make predictions and we use past knowledge to make sense of current situations. But when things are changing and really unstable, we can't make these predictions. But what we can do is follow these routines. Yep. And that gives us a sense of control, even though you don't really. Can it's not I, really controlling anything. And can I say, that's my big, um, my big beef with religion and why I don't think that it's real is because I'm like I'm pretty sure everybody is just afraid of death yeah and putting on a special hat makes you feel like you've got some control even though we all know that we're going to die so true do you know what I mean like yeah rich like great way to put it yeah religion is just like making it feel like you've got some control in a chaos yeah that you don't absolutely yeah and so if you embrace the chaos fuck yeah. the rituals that's die it. yeah <laughs> but that's a little bit it's a bit nihilistic i guess but that is kind of like i said before nothing is sacred to me like i don't actually oh no you didn't put the special piece of cloth you know that you let the you know like with the american flag or whatever all these mm. the sacred flag or whatever. it's like oh no the special cloth didn't do a freedom or whatever that means didn't is. do a freedom <laughs> you know like well <laughs> I, kind, oh even you know re, uh Maybe I won't be so topical, but, you know, like all the recent destruction of federal property because of our sacred buildings. It's like, it's not a sacred building. It's a fucking building. Like, it doesn't matter, you know? But this is the thing. Like, I guess, like, okay, because I'm not religious. I'm a weirdo, though. And I do find myself, like, like the other day I was up, I stayed up all night. Um, and the sun was coming up and I'm like, yeah, like it was just at the start of the mm. year as well. And I'm like this, I'm going to cement the, my intentions for the year. Um, I'm going to go down, watch the sun rise and it's going to be a fantastic. Way to, and that to me was sacred, but it turns out I don't actually set that much in store for sacred. Yeah. Like it doesn't like sacred to me is something that I care about and it's lovely, but it's mm -hmm. not the be all or an, an end all. Okay. Let's look at the definition. Yeah. The definition. Cause this ritual is such a weirdly vast yeah. situation that can also like, that I also feel has become quite tinged in like, cause back in the day, everybody's a ritual, ritual left, right and center, mm. ritual Tuesday, ritual Wednesday, mm. ritual Thursday, Friday, Friday, whatever. But then stuff like the KKK happens or the Nazis and all of a sudden rituals start getting a bad rap and they become more eerie yeah. because like with the sort of birth of individualism and romanticism as, as a fucking sweeping. As, as a concept, a yeah. cultural concept. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. As that comes in and it's more about the individual and less about the group, all of a sudden this weird choreographed, everybody moving together and shouting and goose-stepping or doing burning torches. Yeah, and like as we find out more about all the molestation. Um, yeah, Catholicism doesn't look yes. great either. No, those rituals <laughs> might seem a little traumatic, I yeah. think. Yeah, a little traumatic. But the, and you think about the satanic panic, you know, all of that was about sacri ritual sacrifice. I, I would know? say, I would say that like of all the religions, I identify most with Levian Satanism. Mm. Easy, because it is, if you don't know what it is, go read it up. And it's like, there's, like, it's probably the, no, it is the only religion that says don't rape, where everything yeah. else has got pretty good loopholes for that shit. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. fuck children. All this stuff is there. Yes. And it's like humanism, but with rituals. And so it's like atheism, but with rituals, because it's fun to do rituals sometimes. Stand around and have yeah. women be furniture naked. Um, yes. So, ritual. Um, it's a noun, mm -hmm. and there are four definitions. One, a religious or other ceremony involving a series of fixed actions performed in a certain order. Mm. Two, these ceremonies collectively, the example, okay. people need ritual. Three, a regular repeated action or behavior. Four, 
stereotyped activity or behavior. Ah, a, a regularly a, a regularly repeated action or behavior could definitely just define routine. Yeah, couldn't it? That's it. I was thinking we should look up routine as well. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's do that one next because I feel like those are so a regularly repeated action or behavior. That was the third definition. The first definition was basically that, but with a spiritual element. Yes. Um, yeah, and it didn't even say it like spiritual. It said religious, which I think is different. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, religious because religious is the doctrine, the dogma. The fucked part. Yeah. Um, routine. A usual or regular method of procedure. Two, the boring repetition of tasks. I don't know why I find it so surprising that the dictionary referred to something as boring. I'm like, yeah. you need to talk? <laughs> that seems like a value judgment, doesn't it? Yeah, no, it seems to be like throwing shade. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Number three, a set of the boring repetition of tasks. Don't yeah. This. Mindless routine. Um, three, a set of sequence or of dance steps. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. dance routine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four, computers, a program or part of a program performing a specific function. Um, an input routine or five relating to or characteristic of routine okay oh like the the adjective like that was a routine that was like a routine cleaning yeah like I just did a routine dental cleaning or whatever yeah um hmm I think those two things sound exactly the same I don't think like I think ritual does have a shade of more significance. Yeah. Like everybody invested in that. And I guess that's the difference is everybody has knows. Oh, no, maybe not the difference, but like everybody involved in a ritual is doing it for a higher purpose outside of the regular. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the meaning is the difference. Maybe that's the difference. Like, so routine is regular, ritual is irregular, but it's the same thing. Yeah, okay. All right. That's so uh, my two things that I put. For in my Venn diagram, mm. <laughs> ritual, serious, routine, casual. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. But Next. then the overlapping part, I did have exactly the same each time. Yeah. Like, because they're both kind of the same. It's the same pattern. You're doing the same steps. Yeah. But a routine you would do every day where a ritual you do once a month. Yeah. But oh, you do it yes. the same. Yeah. But you do do it the same each time. Yes. But no, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Whereas routine is definitely more, um, it's not bound to a specific time or day or out like or maybe outcome but it's not mm. like it doesn't because i think a lot of rituals and this is a broad statement because not all rituals are like that but mm. especially like um ancient rituals where they were doing it in the hope of something happening like mm. rain coming or yeah. harvest to happen where a routine becomes more of a job and ritual becomes more of a hope oh i like that that's good yes yeah 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 the routine isn't seeking any kind of outcome except for what they know it's going to result in Exa- which is yeah, why they do it which yeah. is why you're doing it whereas the ritual there's something magical that goes on there's an ex- there's a bit of kind of expectation expectation and i put superstition i was writing down that as well um yeah i think the superstition thing plays a big part it's but yeah. like not so much because this is the thing we really don't have that many rituals nowadays where all such no. like we're so much more of an individual culture but I love the ones we do. I love Christmas. I love- do, yeah, me too. Me too. I love I love the traditions. You know, I love the kind of oh, we're always gonna eat turkey. You know, I like the food. I love thinking about the you know kissing someone at midnight on New Year's Eve and whatever. But okay, do you have this feeling? Because I get really an like whenever I'm doing some kind of ritual that does have a spiritual meaning, like like something that really is truly meaningful to me. 
Um, for example, like doing like a tarot reading, which I know is cheesy and they don't mean anything. But like I, I feel a little bit of meaning with those. That's fine. You it's know? a safe space. You can have the yeah. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. Like those. So like the, I have this like uh, set of tarot cards and like there's usually like specific times. Like it's usually a lot of times I'll do it at festivals when I'm like real high. Yeah. <laughs> That's the perfect time to find meaning in yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, um, or, or like, uh, you know, just like when I'm going through a transition in my life. You know, that is something that I'll do a little kind of ritual tarot reading or something. But it's so embarrassing to me. And I don't know if you, you know, if, if I, if, or if I'm doing someone else's ritual that's particularly like um, self-conscious. Like, do you have that feeling with it where it's like, um, you know, if I, if I were to go into a church and someone, like a Catholic church and someone's going to ask me to go up and do the wafer thing yeah that's how often i've been into a catholic church i know what i'm talking about you know the wafer drink yeah the wafer and the wine i would feel so uncomfortable and it's i would feel dorky and cheesy um you know which it's like and it's not just because it's not my ritual it's It's because because, yeah you you say i don't want to say it now because i was just about to jump teenage candor was about to come in yeah Uh, like because it's stupid yeah (laughs) Yes, that's how I feel. Exactly. Like, I'm like, oh. Yeah, I was brought up in religious things, so I had to do all that shit. And I tell you what, like, I, like, some people, and thank God for us, um, thank God for the people that are born into fucking religious families and we still smell a rat, even though we've had nothing, like, Mm. we've had, like, because I've met a lot of people. No reason to think that. Yeah, Yeah. but you can just be like, this is bullshit. What is going on? This isn't actually normal and it actually doesn't hold any water. Yes. Um, But I was made to do the thing. I've been exercised twice. Like, that's a fucking intense experience. But you're having to do all the, like, the things and do the things, all the things. Like, and not, like, we were... I was brought up in a Seventh Day Adventist um, jail, rather. Uh, but so it wasn't Catholic, but it didn't like so it doesn't have as many of the rituals or as much of like the symbolism. They're the ones trying to be like, no, we're all cool. Look at yeah, me. I, yeah. I, I, don't call me a pastor. I'm not no a icons. Yeah. Call me Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> let me pull out my acoustic guitar and tie my man bun. Yeah, ew. Unregistered sex offender, I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> exactly. See, but that's like, ugh, maybe it makes sense that you would get a bit of a skeezy feeling when you're... <laughs> well, if anything, a ritual is a warning flag in that situation. But that's like, it's like, I can't even suspend my disbelief enough to, you know, I can't help but feel like this is just so cheesy and dumb but and embarrassing and whatever, like... Did you feel like that in Nepal? Did you partake, like, did you go see any, like, funeral pyres or anything and like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Did, did it feel the same way or is it just because we're really used to the one, like, Catholicism that, because I can't do, I can't put on a straight face in a church either. No, Like, no. you go in and you ask me to do the wafer thing and I'll pretend that I'm, like, getting cum in my mouth or something and I go up to the priest. No, like, I think, like, any kind of, even, like, even I'm talking, like, you know, yoga classes where they want you to do some kind of chanting at the end. I've, I, I've started being able to do the om at the end after yeah, a long time, but like, now I can't do it without a bit of a smirk on my face still. <laughs> yeah, I think there's, it's some kind, it's, it's very cynical and I don't like it. I kind of wish that I could, like, I look at someone like my mom who can, um, and, you know, some friends that we have who, who really can't, you know, I know that they're not following it. Um, I think actually the yoga one is a good example. I'll roll with that. Yeah. Um, where, you know, maybe they want you to do a bit of chanting at the end just to seal off the practice. And like in, in theory, like when I think about doing it, I'm like, that is nice. It's a nice little ritual at the end. Do a couple of alms, seal it off, have mm. a nice day, set some intentions. And then when I get to the moment of actually doing it, I'm so just overwhelmed with this like, 
oh my god you dorks mm-hmm. like you know, and it's so cynical I wish I wish I was less cynical about that kind of stuff yeah and it's like no I'm like because I used to be the same and I couldn't ever do the oms at the end of a yoga yeah. class or even just sometimes when they're talking to you like oh we've got a lie now Mr. and I've softened to it more and more like because like I've kind of I think I was just taking myself too seriously. That's, yeah, yeah. Like, and now it's getting to the point where I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. It makes people happy. Uh, like it brings. And you know what? It's nice. Whatever. Fuck it. It's That's, okay. Yeah. But it's not. With, I don't. I, that doesn't extend to Christian religions because I ha- harbor a very deep um, wound and hatred. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's different. It's it's different. I think if you've actually you've done them yeah. legitimately um, or been forced to. Do yeah. Them. And with religion, religious ones, I think because of my sort of. Um, you know, stringent atheism that I was raised with. Uh-huh. Um, those, uh, it's going to be very hard for me to suspend my disbelief with any kind of religious ritual. But I think that cynicism and skepticism has just filtered over even into things that are not necessary. You know, even like just the, I just don't fucking care about marking anything really you externally. You, but you like but I just do it you. internally. Yeah. I guess, you know, like I don't want to do any kind, even, you know, just the idea of like, oh, it's someone's, you know, like someone's birthday and like stand up and give a speech. It's like, or even, you know, a wedding, like having a wedding for myself. It's like, I don't give a shit, you know? Mm. Um, whereas, you know, I might, I feel like that, I feel like that might be the type of thing where I get to the end of my life and I'm like, I wish that I'd actually marked time a little bit more outwardly. Yeah. You know, I wish I'd cared about having some kind of ritual in my life or some kind of tradition. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard because, yeah, like after last year and how it's like just been so blank with everything. Because I feel like we have rituals that we don't even realize that we have rituals are sacred. Like think about when we've been getting ready, like before Rainbow or doing all these things. And yeah. like, like we probably have more rituals at like festivals than we even realize. That's like, true. Like, yeah. yeah, like sunset on ra- like sunset Actually, at Rainbow is more of a ritual to you than anything else. That's Monday morning, true. Monday yeah. morning, everybody down on the state. Like <laughs> those kind of rituals. And it feels like they're so distant away right now that we've had a year. But I think you actually have more rituals that's than you think. That's a good point. Actually, you know, like... And our- that's more sacred to you. I know that is. That's a good point, actually. And this year having our, our, our you know, friend family orphans Christmas felt really good because we had like a proper... Our proper orphans Christmas, which we hadn't had in a few years, actually, because um, we're all, you know, just getting older and having things on with actual family and stuff. Um, but we used to always have an orphans Christmas where we would just, you know, make a bunch of food, get wasted, you yeah. know, hang out, whatever, maybe do a Kris Kringle or something. And like having that this year was really nice. That's true. I probably just don't recognize them as rituals because they're not sort of what... Um, there's no special hats involved. Yeah, there's... <laughs> And maybe, maybe a lot of my rituals are party-based where I need to reevaluate that and be like, okay, well, if you're not, your life isn't revolving around partying anymore. I think you just need more hats. <laughs> I need I more need hats. hats. <laughs> my Monday hat, my Tuesday hat. Hey, hat. I'm going to do my Tuesday hat ritual. Yeah. I actually, <laughs> actually, one thing I was thinking of for this episode was um, CGP Gray, who's a YouTuber. Oh, yeah. Don't know who the fuck that is. Wonderful videos. Great. He does these wonderful explainer kind of, he's like a tech guy. So a lot of them are sort of tech, but he did this one called Spaceship U. I'll put a link. Um, And it was at the beginning of the lockdown saying, um, you know, this is how you're going to get through lockdown and like preserve your mental health. And it was talking about creating different areas of your house. They're like, this is my learning area. And like, I only do my learning here. This is my exercise area. I only do my 
And, you know, it's like you're in a spaceship, you're floating alone in outer space. How do you get through it? Like, really great. What I wish I'd fucking watched it at the beginning of lockdown instead mm. of at the end of the lockdown when I discovered him. But, um, you know, that was talking about sort of making these um, just to keep you sane. You know, there's more routine, I guess, but like rituals of um, he was suggested that, you know, maybe every Friday night, if you're lucky enough to have a partner, make that fancy Friday and dress up um, to go sit. Um, down to dinner even though you're not going anywhere yeah, you know like well because I, I live by myself through lockdown and that was like a real big part of it that's where mm. I do my work and then like just not watching making sure I wasn't watching Netflix or anything during the week mm. and people thought like that's insanity but it's like no it's because on the week like that means I get to have a separate thing for my weekend yeah that yeah, means, yeah like I'm yeah. working really hard doing the thing have my routines and then on the weekend like let's watch movies yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah and this is a special routine ritual yeah, <laughs> yeah. I loved it do you have any favorite traditions or rituals that you've done in the last couple of years? Um, you know what? Second year running, dry January. Oh, nice. Yep. Sets my fucking year up right. Nice. I feel great. Puts my health like at the top. And it yep. means that like, you know how burgers taste better after you've worked out? Oh, yeah. It means I can get loose as fuck the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> and December rolls around it's like, I it, bitches. You can have fun February. Yeah. <laughs> Fucked up February. Yeah, that's probably better. <laughs> yeah, I'd say, like, that's probably the most, um, because I've just been bouncing around so much. And, like, yeah, that's probably the most, um, it's only two years running. This uh-huh, is my second that's year. That's good. Um, but I kind of want to do it every year. Other than that, I think what I'd have, upon, about, like, reevaluating it after this topic, I think I have a lot more routines than I do rituals. Like, my morning, like, I've got to stop calling like morning rituals because I'm just trying to like talk them up so everybody thinks yeah. I'm really cool. <laughs> but it's really just a solid routine. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think it's a rich. I don't know. I think you're. I think when 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 we give it that seriousness and that um, sacredness, then I think it is a ritual. But that's the thing. Yeah. Do I need to have a sacredness to my coffeeness, or can I just because I love routines yeah. as well and yeah. I love good habits? Like, do I have to call it a ritual? Or am I just trying to be like? colorful with my words yeah yeah <laughs> trying to make yourself seem more you yeah. know spiritual yeah <laughs> oh, my morning me. offering yes leave me be it's my ritual it's like candace you're drinking instant coffee <laughs> <laughs> by yourself <laughs> and looking smug about it that's yeah, your yeah, fucking yeah. ritual <laughs> whatever floats your boat i like it yeah what about you um well no, not recent. Well, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> no, I mean, I don't think I'm very good at having routines, really. I change it up too much. I get into, I'll get into something for like two months and then I need to change it. Mm. Um, but I will talk about something. <laughs> Yeah. Talk about your sleep anxiety routine, um, <laughs> which is what's in my notes. It would be a very interesting, like, cultural ritual. Like, we had one for sleep anxiety, and everybody yeah. gathered every Tuesday, like, first oh. Tuesday of the month to, like, pray to some rock so that everybody didn't have so any Everyone has, like, a good sleep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get well, we can make that. I, I think, like, well, do you want to do what I did when I was a kid? Because it was a whole thing that I used to do before I went to bed to, like, make I'll, sure that I could sleep. I'll let you tell me what it is before yeah. I agree to it. I don't think you want it. Okay. So there's a lot of, look, I'm working through this with my therapist. This is like the main thing that I'm working on with my therapist this year, which is dealing with my sleep anxiety slash insomnia. Um, Are you 
afraid of going to sleep. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Anxiety. Like severe. Like not severe. I shouldn't say severe. Nothing is severe about this. But for me, pretty intense. The most the most difficult thing that I think I deal with is if I'm not stoned, I am. I start getting anxious about falling asleep, like maybe two hours before I lay down in bed. Yeah. Wait. So, what is it that you feel anxious about? <laughs> I'm anxious that I won't be able to fall asleep, and, oh. that I'll, and that I'll be really tired the next day. I thought you meant you were afraid of sleep. Oh no, of sleep. No, no, well, some, like as some sort of monster that no. would come and get you from inside your head as you closed your eyes. I love sleep. Yes, what, but I'm terrified that you're not going to get I enough of it. Can't get enough of it. Yeah, and that, and there's this whole thing built up that, like, oh my god, if you don't fall asleep, you're only going to get five hours. Oh my god. There's only six hours left. Mm. If you get less than six, you are going to be so tired tomorrow. You are going to feel like shit. You are not going to get your goals achieved. Even though, how many times in my life have I gotten less than six hours of sleep and been completely fine? Like, it's it's super irrational because it's actually completely fine if I don't get enough sleep for one night. Yeah. It's okay. What's kept me using cannabis to fall asleep for so many years is because of this fear of being of lying awake and then it's sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy because then when I try to quit I work myself up about it and then I can't fall asleep Mm. um but when I was a kid I used I had this same problem and I created this whole bedtime ritual that I would do every single night and there were these there were these conditions that had to be met and it was it was about not falling asleep it was also about ghosts not getting me Oh, because there was there was a bit of fear of ghosts because I would read these scary stories and then scare myself fun and not be able to fall asleep fun (laughs) yeah so it would be like a ghost can only get me when I'm at my weakest right I love this right so what what could be the weakest thing that you could be as a like eight-year-old kid sleep no having (laughs) a broken bone and having braces I don't know. These were the th- two things in my head. I was like, you have to have, at the same time, you have to have braces and a broken bone. Yeah. Because I think I kind of wanted those things. I wanted braces. I, I wanted, wanted the attention. glasses. Yeah. I, yeah. I really wanted glasses. I tried to fail a fucking eye exam when I was in year two. And yeah. they, like, saw right through it. Because I wanted, like, I just wanted you to wanted accessorize. Yes. yes. I think I did, too. I really wanted braces. Like, all my friends had braces. I had, There was a girl in my class who had a broken arm, and she got so much attention. Yes. And I was just like, I fuck you, because yeah. I want that attention. I know exactly what you mean. So in my head, I had to have these two simultaneous things that would give me attention and let me, like, have to, like, leave school to go to doctor's appointments. And fight ghosts. And fight ghosts. Perfect. So I would repeat in my head, you don't have braces, you don't have a broken bone, so the ghost can't come, so you can go to sleep, but you can only lay on this side for 30 seconds, and so I would like count, I would like lay on my right side for 30 seconds and count to 30, and then I would like roll over and lay on my left side for 30 seconds, and then I would go back to the right side, and now you can go to sleep. Mm -hmm. And it was just like this like weird mantra ritual that I would do. (laughs) That's great. Yeah. That's, it's a like, great I don't know I think it was like definitely gave me some sort of complex which is why I'm still dealing with it could be why you hate 30s. rituals now yeah. uh, which is fine but like I actually think that that is a perfect sort of microcosm mm. of like the superstitious element um and that could actually be expanded more to like great cultures that do that because the yeah. whole thing of like it's uh like the superstition and trying to appease a greater 
like a greater force mm, for your own yes. safety or benefit. Yes. I think that's a really common theme that happens in rituals all over the year, uh, all over the world and yes. has for many, many years. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, because it was like, you know, this like out of control, irrational fear that like a ghost is going to get me while I'm sleeping. And so the only thing that can stop you is to make up reasons why the ghost couldn't get you, mm. you know, or like reasons why... I've done this thing to control the environment to make it less likely that the ghost is going to get me, which is to do my special mantra and roll over on my on my different side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When in actual fact, the ghost is looking from the corner and being like, I'm not going to go for that kid. It's like having no, a seizure. It yeah. <laughs> like, just like sees you rolling. It's like, I'm going to get a healthy one. That one's yeah, obviously that having some sort of seizure. <laughs> So it works. The system oh works. God, this is great. Um, did anyone have, if you had any weird rituals as a kid, please, I would love to hear about them because that was quite vulnerable for me to share that because it's fucking weird. It's so. not that weird. It's not that fucking weird. Like I did, like when I think about the games that I played, I had this, like, I remember once pretending that I was being kidnapped and enforcing myself into my own doll oven. Oh. Um, and I remember like, it was very like, I'm like, what the fuck was going on like i was very melodramatic i did weird imagine there was a lot all of the games like my favorite game to play as a kid was um there's a flood or there's a tornado and i would have to like gather up me and my dolls and like go into the crawl space under the stairs and like sit there disaster is sexy was, disaster yeah disaster <laughs> is coming and you've yeah. got to get all your dolls and escape yeah yeah right yeah like i had a doll like when i was being forced into the oven by some <laughs> mustachioed villain um i did have to save my doll <laughs> and like no <laughs> forced into an oven that's so dark i know so dark. i know that's what i think of like was it the hansel and gretel yeah. thing where it was like just forced its way into my head and like that's it and now i have like weird kinks all right uh, like, <laughs> and now i can only get off when i'm in an oven yeah i don't know <laughs> and this one in this house is just not big enough yeah. <laughs> exactly oh, so good um i like i don't think i've ever really because i oh, i don't know i didn't have a lot of routine or stability growing up mm. um and so rituals were really like like apart from the religious ones which i despised mm -hmm. because i hated just everybody in that yeah. whole fucking environment mm -hmm. um uh like yeah they i kind of can't even think of any really even like christmas was really there's no two christmases the same in my past mm. like i have we don't have really anything like and do you know what we, we talk i wanted to say this before when we're talking about tradition the funny thing is is when we do it even when it's fucking stupid to do that for example yes australia christmas why the fuck are we having roasts yes, yeah. in the middle of summer? Whereas you go to Canada and have my, I had my first white Christmas and I'm like, oh my God, it makes sense yes. to eat heavy food here. Yes. Whereas in Australia, where we fill up shop windows with cotton ball, pretending yes. that it's snowing while everyone's sweating their ass yes. off outside in thongs. Yes. Like, what? Why? Yeah. yeah. No. Well, I love, I although there is a, is there not some sect of Australians <laughs> That do the Christmas barbecue though? It's becoming more and more frequent. Yeah. Um, my mum was really into like re like traditional with the lamb and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, like yeah, and and all she, the trimmings. Yeah, and all, all the trimmings. That. But yeah. it's like it sucks because it's too heavy for that kind of. Um, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fish and I, is big. Become mm. big more like Australian fish. fish. Yes. Yeah. Or uh, prawns. Like we had last year, I was, um, this actually, I would have loved to repeat this tradition, mom and dad, if you please move to Australia as soon as you can get out of America. Um, and every Christmas we can have a feast of, we had French, we had 
French? What am I saying? We had lamb cutlets and mm. prawns mm. on the barbecue mm. with like potato salad mm. and, uh, you know, like summer salad, mm. you know, things and a pavlova for dessert. Yum. See? It's super Aussie, super delicious, appropriate for the season, but That's still it. like festive. Yep. Yes. Know? See? Yeah. 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 Everyone should eat that for Christmas. How long do you reckon something has to happen before it becomes a ritual? Ooh. Is, it, ooh. What's, is this the difference between a routine and a, ritu- a ritual? Does it need a certain amount of, like, hits? Yeah. Ooh. That's a really good question. Um, I'd say three. Three? All right. Three to become, a like, a tradition. Or maybe – okay, so ritual, I would say – Actually, no, I'm going to take that back. A ritual can stand on its own. I don't think you have to, you know, like I did it. So say, like, imagine if, um, like, for you personally, it stands on its own, but maybe someone else did it in the past. Yeah. You know, so maybe like. Um, something you know, Rasputin did in some new warlock. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. Kind of thing. It's like, this hasn't been done since Rasputin. Yeah, like I'm doing a ritual. Like, you know, the first thing that came to mind was like funeral rituals where it's like, my mom's only going to die once, but I know that like she wants me to do this particular ritual with her ashes when I throw them off the cliff. That's a something. much more appropriate than me talking about doing a like Rasputin. Rasputin. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, that makes a lot more sense. And you know is a lot I mean? more available yeah. to the everyday <laughs> I'll you know, just like put a, my dreams aside. Yes, like, or like a Viking funeral, you know? Like you my, that's only, actually what my mom has asked me yes. to do. She's like, I want to, like, to set her on fire in the middle yes. of the lake. It's like, you are only, you may only do that once in your lifetime, I've, but that's still a ritual. I mean, you may. You personally, may I hope to do it many more times. <laughs> or like a marriage ritual. You might only get married once. Probably not. Statistically. Probably not. I'm definitely, <laughs> definitely going to be more than once for me. But <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be zero, I reckon, unless yeah. it's for a visa purposes. Mm. So if you have a nice visa, um, hit me up. Yeah, <laughs> I think the Aussie visa is a fucking peak one right now. Try that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think a ritual can stand on its own, whereas maybe the tradition needs like two plus. Or in a routine, I would say a routine is three plus. Okay. So like, because like tradition, I remember one of, one of the only traditions my family has at Christmas, or at least I think of it as a tradition, is watching the movie Elf with Will Ferrell. Actually, we watched Love Actually actually at Christmas. And me and Josh always watched uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas. That was actually a bit of a ritual, I guess. Or tradition. A tradition. Tradition. I think it's like a tradition, yeah. Can we look up a tradition? Yeah, let's look up tradition. It's so good to see you. <laughs> I know you too. <laughs> it's really this is really making me think too a lot. Oh, it's nice. <laughs> so, according to our fabulous dictionary, tradition, a noun. One, the handing down from generation to generation of customs, beliefs, etc. Mm. Two, the unwritten body of beliefs. Customs, etc., handed down from generation <laughs> to generation. What the fuck? After I gave it such a big call, what the what? fuck are you doing to me, dictionary? Make oh me look God. like an idiot. Three, a custom or practice of long standing, slight difference. Four, in the tradition of having many features similar to those of a person or thing in the past. Okay. <clears throat> so it's pretty much just doing, st- like, what is it? Tradition is just peer pressure from dead people. Yes! <laughs> fuck yes! Oh, I can't believe it took so long to work that in. But I okay. know. That was a cross stitch I saw on Pinterest a long time ago. Author I... unknown. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good though. And I feel like 
that really seals in. It's about being passed down from generation. But that doesn't make it right. No, and I don't necessarily think a, a tradition has to be passed down from generation generationally. It could just be, um, oh, maybe it does actually. Maybe it is about time. Over time, you do it every like. Because I can think about like when would you say the phrase like I guess this is a tradition now. It would be because you did this thing. You did it this year and you did it the year before. So I guess now it's a tradition. I'd say three years. Yeah. Like three, like, yeah, three. Yeah, three years. Routine oh, I guess we have done it three times and it is a tradition. Yeah. Yeah. And a routine, I think, needs to be quite a lot, you know, at least for three. Its time, for its time thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. For, well, because, you know, like, it's not a routine if you don't keep doing it. You know, it, it, was, it was just like a thing you did a few times. Yeah. That was just a good day. If you, just, <laughs> if you don't repeat it once. That was just a productive day if you only did it once. <laughs> anyway, so I just think, I'm going back to rituals. I think that, um, well, what is the most, the iconic, you mentioned it before, fucking Hottest 100. Traditional ritual, they've moved it from the 26th of January to the 25th. Yeah. Because of the issues with the... Um, you know, Aboriginal community saying it's Invasion Day, which I agree with. Mm -hmm. Great idea. They've moved it. It's on a different day. Does that lessen its impact in any way? Um, I think it does for the first year because there's a lot of people that are True. sitting around being like, oh, it's so weird. I'm meant to be drunk tomorrow. Yeah. Not today. But well, give, yeah. it, give it a year, three, maybe. People will never even remember. At all. Like, if no, anything, it will be, it will become a question in a quiz that people will get wrong on TV for years. Hey, Do you know what I mean? Yes. What so was the original now like that yeah. for Australian Day? Yeah. I like that's a really good point. Yep. It will happen. It will be on Deal or No Deal. I love it. <laughs> no, who wants to be a millionaire? Sorry. Yeah, who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah, hot seat. You yeah. know, that hot seat one that they have. Eddie now. will be talking about it, for sure. <laughs> yeah. No, because people, like, that's the thing. People kick up a fuss because they f hate feeling inconvenienced in any way, but you give it a little bit and they don't even, like, all of a sudden it's their idea. Totally. Yeah, yeah. You don't even remember what it was like before. Yeah. Um, why would you? And that's why, that's why this idea of, like, ritual, I think, is so kind of um, slippery because it's like, it's, it's only just about the meaning that you give to it. Like, there's never anything else deeper in there. Like, doing, you know, although, actually, sorry, I'm going to, like, take my, eat my words. Um, because when I think about, like, some, um, I know that, like, a lot of rituals with food co that come from the ancient world that have been incorporated into religious rituals actually had to do with hygiene to start yes. off. yeah. You know, like a lot of this sort of halal and the kosher rules. Tea in like uh, making <clears> tea <throat> in Japan was to, like it was. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like so, it was boiled so you could drink it after tsunamis. Ah, that's where the tea like making ritual came. It really? was like a moment of hygiene. Interesting. Yeah. See, so like a lot. So I wonder if like now because we've got all this again, nothing is. There's not these sort of ceremonial. We have overtones. fridges now. Yeah, we we've can got eat fridges. Pork. Yeah, exactly. We like. Can, and, and science, we know why things, so we don't need to pray to the gods to not get sick from this meat because we know why we get sick from the meat. Yeah, we don't need to fucking do stuff anymore to pray to the gods of fertility because now we know it's cum. That's what you yes. have to do. <laughs> that's like, what that's, to what, do. that's <laughs> the magic ingredient. Oh, my God. Uh, like, <laughs> no, but that's another thing that pisses me off about fucking religion. Sorry, this has been a bit of a candor religion bash that's fest. That's right. um, And that's fine. Um, like, <laughs> but, like, yeah, the whole thing of being like, still doing rituals today like and because i was brought up in the seventh day adventist thing where they don't have um you can't eat anything that has a cloven hoof which means no pigs or anything like that which is fine if you're like 
Like, but what? Like, but it was all because those were rules that were made when everyone was living in a tent in a desert. Yes. And they just had salt to make sure that it was okay. And even yes. then, it was hoping for the best. And those animals tend to be dirtier because they are like bottom feeders, right? Is that uh, part yeah. of it? I think like with the poor, because I, I, it's the same thing in kosher and and in halal where it was like i think because pigs tend to be more like parasite prone like they've got like it's it's easier to contaminate that meat i think mm. and that's why and, the, and and they sit in their own filth that's what it was yeah they sit in their own filth whereas today i mean they probably still do in the factory farms but you know it's pasteurized or whatever yeah <laughs> pasteurized meat i don't know <laughs> Yeah, who cares? I like radioactive, um, <laughs> irradiated meat, irradiated mm. ethical meat. <laughs> yep. No, but other than that, like I think rituals, because this is the thing. Okay, I think rituals they bring a lot of comfort to a lot of people, um, and that's part of the reason why people like religion so much is because it feels like it gives them a sense of control and community. Um, but I also think that they're a bit stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I get, yeah, I don't, yeah, try to drill down on why I'm so cynical about it. I think it's just, I think it's just this overarching sort of belief that I'm like, yeah, but the world is just chaos and everything is luck. And I, like, <laughs> but having said that, I think, like, I think we could, it would be great if we had more, like, uh, funeral rituals around, like, in our Western, like, so, uh, culture, because I feel like that really presents a lot of wounds that don't get um healed as well as in other settings where they actually allocate like 40 days of mourning or actually mm. um sitting with the body for a week which is what they do in new zealand like uh in maori yeah a week or longer oh yeah like but or even just like being with the corpse of your loved one has become such a weird thing but like man i'm keen like when like, yeah. I'm, like, like when dad dies i'm like i want to be there with the corpse for a bit because apparently yeah. it's like the best way to fucking seal it yeah 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 give give yourself some closure yeah yeah closure that's the word Mm. but like all that like now with a um uh, like not industrialization of it but it kind of is the whole clinical the commercialism of like funeral um funeral industry because Mm -hmm. it used to be that you just took care of the dead person yourself but then as funeral parlors became a thing and embalmers started getting work taking the body out of the house when normally it would have been the family that dealt with it all of a sudden there's this huge chasm between the death and being able to accept it or for it to just become like a way of life all of a sudden it gets put behind this uh, veil yeah and like and like and you know it's uh, there's a lot of sort of um hygiene kind of things that you know it's like yes it's not good to sit around a dead body but but it's not the worst thing yeah, unless they had some sort of disease that they're going to that's what they died of. You and know, even like if they had gonna... a disease, it's actually safer around the body because they're not coughing or doing the things that would spit yeah, the totally. like, like thing at you. Totally, totally. So like, Dead bodies are actually pretty safe to be around. Probably pretty safe, yeah. Unless Until they get to the point where they're deteriorating. But even then, like, it's really not yeah. as bad. Because like, I went to, to uh, for the Sydney Riders um, Festival when I was there, um, went to a walk... Uh, a talk by this chick who I can't remember, but she wrote a book called Advice for Future Cadavers, which mm. I'll give you a hint is everybody. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and she was talking about how safe it is actually to be around bodies for quite a while after. Yeah. And in like, and it's not as if they just raw dog it in New Zealand with a body, like they wrap it up and actually prepare it so it can be, but they stay together in, um, is it a longhouse? Uh, like for a week or something with the, their past one to like, like the whole family with yeah. the body for like a week but yeah. they like prepare it for that kind of stuff yes yeah 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 that's but, right it's not um 
it's not just like a, a raw yeah a raw body yeah like <laughs> a raw bod uh, yeah body. like i like, i i want more rituals like that i want more rituals around death yeah yeah i think so like um yeah i guess i would do it it would be hard to maintain my cynicism but like or to not maintain it to uh put it aside but I think it's, you know what it is? It's like a bit of humility. Mm. You know, it's a, like what we're talking about with the gratitude topic where you sort of, you're giving over to doing this silly thing that, you know, is superstitious and it's just, you know, kind of dogmatic or whatever. But but you're kind of acknowledging that the higher power, the, the, the more, this more elevated thing of like, you know, I might as well acknowledge this death, for example, if it's a ritual around death, because life is chaos and mm. we don't know when we're going to die. And I'm grateful that I'm still here and I'm showing that by acknowledging it in this special way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, but I guess in those situations to have the, at least then to have the time with the body afterwards or have the time yeah. with, or even in the place that they died, you know, yeah. like I would, cause I think for me it would be important if my parents died, you know, now while I'm here and I can't go back there, say they both died at the same time, I would feel an extreme sense of loss if I couldn't go be where they had been. Yeah. You know, like in their house, in their bed, and go touch their bed and touch their clothes and smell them or whatever. Yeah. Even if I couldn't be with the body, I think it would be important for me to, like, go be in their house, you know, mm. um, while, while their sort of essence is still there. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, but even that, like the essence and all that, what is that? Because I was like, what's the difference between a routine and a ritual? I'm kind of thinking more and more it's about the intention that um, mm. the participants come to it with because it's like in that whole thing, what makes, what's the essence of somebody? Yeah. Like, is it just the fact that everything still smells like them or is that just us? Like, is it just our memory? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, like, I think smell has a lot to do with, you know, like mm. if, if like I think about, and the reason I say that is like, okay, so say my parents both got hit by a bus this week and they both just died suddenly and um I couldn't go back to the states to mm. go attend to their affairs for six months say um to me the loss would be that like the smell of them would no longer be in the house because six months is too long for that time to pass yeah that immediate time where that, there's still very real evidence that they yeah. existed and they were warm and there was stuff there's yeah. stuff in their fridge that they intended to eat yes. there was all this like thing there's yes. evidence that they were very close there's mail on the bench that yeah. they haven't op- you know or mail that they just opened it was sitting there or something like um <laughs> sad to be talking about yeah myself. i know i got you i know yeah yeah i was just i was just like imagining like a bite out of like a peanut butter and banana sandwich that my <laughs> I got I got goosebumps because I was just like I'm starting to get all cheery. I, I, know, yeah, I don't want anyone to die. Don't die, <laughs> mom and dad, please. But you know, I think like the um, and that's something I really associate with that closure. I think would be being be able to be the one to tie up those loose ends. Mm. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> um, what do you do? You have much more? What do you? No, nah, I don't yeah. really. I I do. Uh, just on a side note, which we can cut out. I do really wish I'd I'd read this article first but look we can (laughs) because i'm just looking um all right let me just read one more thing from this article actually this is what caught my eye Mm -hmm. um so it's this article in scientific american called why rituals work yep by francesca gino and michael norton from may 14th 2013 um and it's talking about um mourning rituals like like when you're in mourning yeah um 
And uh, I thought it was really interesting. So rituals in the face of loss, such as death of a loved one or the end of a relationship or, say, the loss of a limb from a shark bite, Mm -hmm. are ubiquitous. So it's something that all cultures do. They have these grief rituals, but they vary. Like the contents, like, you know, the fact that they exist is almost like across every culture. Yeah. That, you know, every culture is going to have some sort of mourning ritual, but the contents of it is so different. So like crying near the dying, a dying person is viewed as disruptive by Tibetan Buddhists, but obviously a sign of respect by Catholic Latinos. Or I would say probably like a lot of Westerners crying near the dead is probably something that you expect to be done rather than disruptive. Um, It says Hindu rituals encourage the removal of hair during mourning. So if you're in a period of like grieving, you cut your hair off. Yes. While growing your hair in the form of a beard is the preferred ritual for Jewish males. Yeah. Um, uh, People perform mourning rituals in an effort to alleviate their grief, but do they work? Our research suggests they do. In one of our experiments, we asked people to recall and write about the death of a loved one or the end of a close close relationship. Um, um, some, Some of the people wrote about rituals they performed after experiencing the loss, and then they give some examples of those rituals, like people would play certain songs, or they looked at pictures and gave little kisses to the pictures or destroyed them. Um, And we found that the people who wrote about engaging in a ritual reported feeling less grief than those who only wrote about the loss. So when they say why rituals work, I think they're saying it works to do whatever it was intended. So maybe it was to relieve anxiety, you do the ritual, I don't feel as anxious. Or was it to relieve your grief, you do the ritual, you feel less grief afterwards. Yeah. I think that's uh, interesting. I think, like, it was what you were saying, basically, where you're like, I want more rituals around these things. Yeah. Because like with when it's kind of like aimless or shapeless or like mm. when we don't have when we don't have clear boundaries of a way to deal with something that's when like and I think this is a something that holds very true in our society instead of like having like designated ways of dealing with your grief yeah and giving it the symbolism and therefore a way like also a gentle uh, acknowledgement of it being painful that is shared for by other people of which once you do this ritual you can rejoin them and overcome your grief in a way in a very symbolic sort of gesture when we don't have that when we have just like ourselves and our thoughts i think without those structures we become um unruly and very drunk because we don't have like well if we don't have the boundaries or a way of dealing with something that's where substance abuse like or just like dealing with it in an unregulated way Mm. i think um presents a lot more troubles and also doesn't put it like doesn't give it a certain amount of time. Yeah. If you can, like, having a certain thing where it'd be like, this is what you do, we can still feel sad afterwards, but, like, here's a thing that caps it. You know, I think, yeah, I think that's, you've come, I've come around now where I think I agree with you. I think maybe I should make some more time in my life for some ritual, at least if there's a, if there's a moment where it's appropriate, I guess, you know? Well, yeah, you don't want to, like, you don't want to do a morning ritual, like, at a birthday party or something. (laughs) I'm so sorry for your death. I know it's your fourth birthday, but But I'm just getting ready. (laughs) But you know what? Like, I'm more sort of like, you know, in my relationship, for example, like, we never really acknowledge, like, anniversary or anything like that, but... You know, it's like one of those things where you're like, well, no, we do this to mark that we're alive. And <laughs> I think as well, like, take the power back. Yeah. Fuck it. Make cool rituals. Yeah. Make your rituals. Make ones that you could never be cynical of. I like it. Yeah. Yes. Fuck and yeah. also, 
like it's okay to be vulnerable in that way it's okay like it's okay to To care about something and it's okay not to take yourself so seriously yes (laughs) like it's okay to like i've learned that i've really had a really hard time like especially growing up in church environment where i'm like what if some hot atheist guy walks past this church at this exact moment that he sees me doing this and looks through yes. the window and I'll never be married. Yes. <laughs> I'll be a virgin forever. Yes. Like, but it's re- and that was just me just like being really like taking myself way too seriously. Yes. When in actual fact, it's like, who cares? You don't have to believe. You don't even have to believe it. There's, go, go eat the wafer just to see what it tastes like. Who yes. cares? Like, I think there's there's some sort of kind of you know punk rock thing or whatever like you know rebel thing that like we probably were raised with where it's like you can't care about something too much. You can't be seen to be caring. You can't be seen to be, you know, drinking the Kool Aid of anything because that's extremely uncool. And the guys from Pavement will not like you. The you immortal know? the immortal words that represent that are like you know whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it was like whatever. thank you, thank you, Lisa. Susan. Like you know, whatever. <laughs> exactly. All right. So on that note, do you want to do a roundup? Yeah, let's do a roundup. So, <laughs> routine, ritual, tradition, ceremony. Yeah, no, all different, all different, but very similar. Yeah, I think it relies a lot on the intention that the participants participants yes. are bringing. And also the expectation of the outcome. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, and ritual as a coping mechanism for, you know, marking important times in life or important shifts in yourself mm-hmm. is not a bad thing. No. Doesn't necessarily need to be religious. Doesn't necessarily need to be with anyone else. Nope. You can just do it on your own. Why the fuck not? And I like it. I think we should. Yeah. We, we can. Yeah. <laughs> Me. We don't have to be embarrassed about it. You no. don't even need to tell anyone. You That's can just it. do it. Who gives a fuck, man? If you want, you can even make your ritual so that everyone's got a hood on so yes. no one can even see your face. Hey, that sounds a little bit like the KKK, but look. No, no, no. They're blue. They're yeah, blue, yeah, hoods. They're blue hoods. They're not white hoods. They're not pointing. And we don't have torches or racism. No, that's right. <laughs> no, yeah. Not involved in my rituals. <laughs> awesome. Well, this yeah. is a really good chat. It was lovely. It's so good to see you. Yeah, you too. (laughs) Um, And uh, uh, that's it, I guess. Write us your rituals. Tell us your favorite traditions or rituals with your family. Tell us weird shit you did as a kid to protect yourself from ghosts. Please. (laughs) Take all the help I can get. Yeah. (laughs) Alrighty. All right. Adios. Bye. So if you have something to say about today's topic, write to us at doyoueverthinkaboutmail at gmail.com or send us a text or voicemail to 0499-860-397 and we might feature it in an upcoming minisode. Please don't forget to follow us wherever you listen, rate us on Apple Podcasts or share our show with other curious friends if you fancy. And finally, thank you to Scotty for production assistance, Brooke for our theme music and Slum One for our wonderful cover art and graphic design. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next week.